Aloha party people, you are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 103. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at TandawaiUSA.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at TandawaiUSA. On this episode, we chat with musical performer Ukulena. Ukulena performs tiki, soul, and rock and roll music with her ukulele all over Southern California. We chat about her music video for Sway 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 Ukulena, written by Tony Marsico of the Martini Kings, as well as chat about her new full-length album, Don't Let Go, which becomes available this Friday, September 28th, 2018. As always, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. And if you did, hit that subscribe button. Subscribing makes it easier to follow our adventures. Shares on your social media are always appreciated. And if you'd like to help support the show, go to Desert Oasis room.com and click on the donate button every donation no matter the size is totally appreciated and helps keep this podcast coming to you every week okay boys and girls here she is the one and only ukulena here with our favorite dancer and ukulele performer Ukulena. Aloha. Aloha. How hello, are you? hello, hello. How are you today? I'm fabulous and magical and all the things. <laughs> <laughs> You're very pixie-like. Um, I wear a lot of glitter. Yeah, see the glitter. <laughs> I leave and, a trail of glitter wherever I go. And the flowers. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> How are you? Uh, how are you holding up today? I'm I'm sweating out here. It's really hot. Next time I want to be inside. I don't get out this early. I'm kind of like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> are you more of a night owl? I'm a night owl. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that because that you're performing all the time? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And I've been having a lot of shows every weekend now, and uh, it's just uh, I'm normally out till 4 a.m. <laughs> I noticed that you've been busy lately. Non-stop. It's kind of great. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I know that you've been working on a new CD. Uh, yes, I finished as of yesterday. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about what that process was like. Oh my goodness. Well, I started a year ago, last summer, August 2017. Wow, really? You started last year? Yeah. Okay. So it's been a very long journey. It's a it's a wild, beautiful thing. It's a uh, we, I went through a lot this year, yeah. 2017 into 2018. It, a lot of changes, and I turned 21 in January. You're only 21? <laughs> yeah. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, okay, so let me ask you this. How long have you been performing in bars? Since I was 13. Okay. <laughs> and I used to get kicked out right after I was finished in my set. Oh, really? <laughs> They're like you. If you are anywhere but this stage, you're out of here. Right. <laughs> well, now, how old do you have to be to perform at a bar? Do you Honestly, have to be 18. No, because do you have to be 21? No. Well, you should be, but I've gone away with it since I was that I was little. So. <laughs> so I won't say what bars that you were performing at. But I want to talk about the CD because. I know that lately you've been doing a lot of stuff for the CD. There was a music video that was being filmed. 
uh, about a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that song that the Martini Kings just yeah. played, Tony wrote a song called Sway, 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 Ukulele. Yeah, I love it. And it'll be the last track on my album. He has his own little version on his um, new album called um, Down to the Old Reef Bar. And it's his Martini King version. And then we recorded a rock and roll version on my album. And I got Buzz Campbell from Hot Rod Lincoln and Lee Rocker Trio on the song, singing the song. And uh, Monkey from The Attics sings a verse on that song. And then Tony plays bass and my mom plays drums. And it's just... Oh, that's so cool. It's awesome. <laughs> so I saw the video on... Well, I should say this. I, have a, I released a trailer last night. Yeah, so... And I remember when you were filming the video that there was some live videos that you posted on your social media yeah. during the filming. Yeah. And I honestly, I wanted to go there for that because you had posted, oh, we're going to film a music video. And I thought, <laughs> oh, that's not that far away. I think it was in Whittier. And I thought, oh, I should go over there and be part of this thing, right? Yeah, I thought it kind of cool. That would have been awesome. <laughs> well, I can't remember why I didn't make it. I go, out, <laughs> I, I, I go on to uh, social media and I and see all over. the stuff. <laughs> right. But what I see is like, I thought, oh my God. I, uh, I I probably would have been, what's the word I'm looking for, like the guy with two left feet, because I saw all these people like grooving oh and dancing and gosh. stuff, and I thought, look how much fun everybody's having out here, I would have been like the guy who didn't know what to do, you know, but it looked pretty cool. It was awesome, I had all my friends there rocking and rolling, and uh, my, my sister drums with for me when she's in town, so uh -huh. I had my sister there, and the band I, I've been playing with lately. It's been, it was really fun. Yeah, the, the video comes out next Saturday, September 15th. Soy okay. Soy Soy Ukulele, and it starts the countdown to my album, Don't Let Go. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I want to talk about that. So let's talk about the songs that are on the album. How many songs are on there? There's 13 songs. Okay, and did you write all of the songs yourself? I, I did. I wrote one, well, I wrote tracks 1 through 11. So basically the entire album is mine, and then... Uh, 12 and 13. 12 is um, a cover that, that's very obscure from the uh, the Avery original, but it was written in 1961. Okay. And then Tony wrote Soy Soy City Galena. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, okay, awesome. Is Tony on the album too? Yeah. Yeah, the, it's funny because the Martini Kings basically... Um, they're all on the very first track. They just like, yeah. um, but the rest of it is, I have a lot of guest musicians on it and everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Did you want the titles of the songs? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Um, so the album is called Don't Let Go. So the opening track is called Don't Let Go. Okay. <laughs> and then um, I wrote a song called um, My Heart is Crying. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a song called Can't Make Up My Mind. Um, okay, so we're three songs in. I'm yeah. sensing a bit of a theme. Yeah, it's, um, I've gone through a lot. I, I'm always bubbly. I'm very happy in life, and I'm always, um, I always remain a smile, and uh, as, as much as I'm stressed out, I, I'm always chill. I'm good with the, the people, you know, but, but I've gone through some really bad times, okay. and uh, people don't see that part of me. No, and, not at all. And I'm really hoping that they get to. This is this. It's a whole new me. This entire okay. album. It, there's a, a different part of me in every song. Okay. Yeah. So when you were writing this album, did it have to? I mean, like I'm assuming that you dug real deep. Did you have to face some some 
ugly things from your past or I did I did yeah I I um it's not the songs are very upbeat and groovy yeah but the lyrics it's it's a, it's my it's my poetry it, it's 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 my heart and soul okay so I just I I put my 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 insights into like groovy tunes so it's easy to listen to but then you feel a part of me you know? Yeah. So uh, it, it sounds like to me that it was kind of a way of making peace with some of this stuff. Then, if, it, if it's if it's upbeat, right, then it's no longer something that you look yeah. at with um, disdain or, or or pain or anything like that. There's a few songs that were even hard to write, and just playing them so much, they honestly don't really mean the same way to me anymore. They're, they mean so much to me in a better way. Okay. Like the what I what I wrote it about, that's in the past. Right. But what it speaks to me now, it's like I've overcome it, yeah, and it, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a very it's a huge step. So <laughs> it sounds to me like it, it was also about growth, right? Going to this album. It was probably very therapeutic, and then yeah. and you've probably grown from all of these experiences. I know that I cut you off at three songs, so let's talk about the rest of the album. <laughs> what are the other songs on? Well, the next one is called "Poor Little Girl," <laughs> <laughs> but that song rocks hard. Okay, and it, it's just kind of like a mm. yeah, yeah, just in your face, like jamming. Um, and then I have a song called Bread and Butter, uh-huh. which I wrote for my very first ukulele EP back in when I was probably 19, I think, like two years ago. Okay. Um, and I, it was like, like an acoustic EP. Um, so my new version of Bread and Butter is full band. It's kind of how we played it live a lot. And um, it's really fun. And then the next song is called Honey Baby. And I wrote that song about one of my very best friends. Okay. He goes, he has his whole aesthetic and uh, theme to him, and he goes by Honey Baby. And he's just, he's a save the bees, uh, he is honey, he is Honey Baby. Honey Baby is him, and this song just portrays my friendship with him, and that we'll always just, like, be the closest friends, and that we got each other's back. And it's such a cute song. <laughs> what an honor to have a song written for you. Yeah, my friends are lucky as heck. Because <laughs> I, yeah. Do they appreciate this? I Absolutely. hope they do, right? They know yeah. that. They know that, like, this is something very special, right? Yeah, well, I'm, for my countdown to the album, I'm portraying an image that tells the story within just a visual. And my friend Honey Baby is in the picture with okay. me. So we have this portrait for my song, Honey Baby, okay. and it's really cute. Okay. And, uh, but um, it's kind of, he's kind of like a, you know, like a dramatic, <laughs> you know, his aesthetic is like so graceful. and. Just... For our listeners that <laughs> cannot see what, what Ukulele is doing, she's striking a pose. She's striking a very dramatic, fashion-like pose, I should say, right? <laughs> yeah, so... Speaking of friends, the next song after Honey Baby is called Cherry Love. Okay. And uh, it's about my friend Kaylee. Okay. And she, her, her birth name was Scarlet, and she goes by the nickname Letty. So my song Cherry Love has parentheses Letty in the song, and I sing about her. And I don't want to go into detail, but she's she's really close okay. to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, she's also in the picture too okay. that we did. And they're very um, fairy tale like pictures. Yeah. They're beautiful and the and my, my photographer is amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Bertrand Bajas Harden. Okay. <laughs> but um yeah, I have a lot of my, my album flows well. The beginning is very um the songs the first three songs I'll tell that side of me. Okay. Don't let go in general is about not letting go of my dreams and my passion and just keeping hold of myself and not letting myself go. And that can speak to everyone. It, it, you know, don't let go is it's just not letting go of yourself. Okay. Just not letting go of your soul, what you believe in, what you want to be. Not letting anybody take you down. Not yeah, not letting anybody tell you to be something that you're not. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of that happening with social media nowadays that there are things that people portray that maybe they feel like they have to uh, extract some certain kind of image to be accepted into a social circle. Yeah. And they're not really being true to themselves, right? Absolutely they're, they're, not. They're, they're just trying to, to be something yeah. to be someone. I think social media... Honestly, when I'm rich and famous, I'm going to have someone <laughs> working that for me because I can barely handle it. It, yeah. put, it puts you down sometimes. Yeah. If you don't get this many likes or that many views, you feel like no one sees you and you're pouring your heart out and you're not getting the attention you deserve. Yeah. And it's it's kind of stressful. <laughs> it is. It can be stressful, you know, and I, I kind of feel for, like, you know, the youth of today that have these pressures about it like for example I look at my kids right that yeah. I have two teenagers and I can't imagine what it's like to be in a world where it's you know they're always trying to keep up right my son's kind of given that up he's kind of, he doesn't care yeah you but, gotta you know, need like, a break a, yeah but then like sometimes you know you, you kind of it's, it's human nature to compare yourself to the people yeah. around you right it's so the only way that not the only way but it's a really huge help helps like supporting and promoting myself and my music and and, and meeting random people yeah, that yeah, I've never yeah. met. Like, some people that just find me on social media come to my shows. Yeah, like, it's such yeah. a small world. And, yeah, like, yeah. yeah it, well, it is It is something that is necessary. It's, yeah. yeah. It's the new day and age. You yeah, gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, Honestly, if people now. don't have it, I'm kind of like... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like... Like I said, my son's kind of, he, he's for the most part abandoned it, so, and I'm a little yeah. bit jealous about him being able, able to, to just, like, live his yeah. life and not care, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah, but, so anyway, this album then, it, it sounds like it's a bit of a journey then. Yeah, and I, it, there's a lot of, it's a variety, like, you go through, you know, and I feel like people can relate to a lot of my, a lot of my songs, and, um. It just flows, and then it gets into the cutesy, sweet stuff. And after Cherry Love, I have a song called Hawaiian Flowers. That song means the world to me. And um, I wrote it. Um, people always ask me, like, what my songs are about. And, and it, it, it's hard to just tell, like, the literal meaning. Because I write literally, but also metaphorically. So that, so that it can speak to others. You know? Um, but Hawaiian Flowers is kind of my um, homage to the tiki world. that Because I'm very, if I didn't play ukulele, I wouldn't really be in this culture. Okay. But since ukulele, like, found me, it it's like I just fit 
flowers is kind of my tribute to like being in this fun culture. And, yeah. But it's a, it's a very, very um, haunting melody and uh, sweet, but kind of sad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very, and it's my slow song on the, the album, so it's kind of, it, it's dreamy, very dreamy. Okay. Um, and then after that, I have a song called Goodnight Paradise. And I wrote that song kind of, I, I visited Russia for the first time last summer. And, and got, you, your family is from I Russia. I got to meet my family for the first time. Um, yeah, my family's never ending. There's like a second or third cousin everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I met my uncle, my grandmother, um, their, like my uncle's kids, their kids. Um, I met my cousins a few years ago, but it was just paradise for me out there. Yeah, yeah. So, Goodnight Paradise is kind of my, it was my goodnight to Russia and experiencing living there for a while and, and just being in my culture and, and coming awesome. home. The lyrics also I kind of wrote about a past thing too, but it all fits together. <laughs> now, for our listeners that don't know, and I don't know why they would know, but <laughs> I know something you don't know. So, <laughs> I want to talk about this real quick. We'll go off on a tangent because... Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the last time you and I actually sat down and did a podcast together, after we recorded, you showed me some videos of your father, who was also a performer. Yeah. And you were very proud of the, the, the performances that he had. He was actually out here on American television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came here to California, or he actually, the funniest story, long story short, he was supposed to fly into New York. And it took him three tries to get his green card to be able to come over to America. But he was traveling after the, the pe- I think it's the, my mom's going to kill me because she always tells me the story. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, like the peace march of Soviet Union and it, okay. it was like the 1991 or something. Okay. And after that, his band Limpopo flew over here. But my dad wanted to fly into New York, but since his accent was so heavy, He's like, I want to go to New York, New York. And they flew him to New York, New, New, New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like waiting for his friend to pick him up and there was no ride. So you're not in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he he was, my dad got picked up in, in Venice with his band Limpopo, pre-Red Elvises. Um, I know Spike likes the, Spike from the Hula Girls likes the Red Elvises, but that's my, my dad's band and... Um, Limpopo got huge in Venice, Santa Monica. They were on, uh, I showed you the video, the Star Search. Yeah. 1991, two or three. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, my dad is, is my biggest inspiration. He fought so hard to make it and, and kept getting bigger and bigger every second. Yeah. And uh, he never stopped. His only passion was music and he was just the most talented man I ever knew like I'm blown away still just like a song would come on I'm like wow yeah well, like, what did he play he was a jazz a professional jazz musician and he majored in jazz trombone and okay. so trombone was his icing on the cake just so beautifully played and the trombone player that's on my album on two songs he honestly reminds me a lot of the way my dad played and that's why okay. I have him on my album because okay. it's like my dad is in my music yeah yeah <laughs> you know what would be cool is if you had a way to take some of your dad's music and incorporate that into a recording yeah I'm trying I'm trying I, I found 
an old record. My sister sent me an old recording the other night, and it was my dad playing the ukulele. And I wrote. I used to write when I was younger, and he would make me record my songs. Right. And it, the song was the lyrics are well, and and the but it's so crazy that he was playing the ukulele. It's like trips me out. Is this a? Well, my dad can play any instrument you could ever think of that you didn't even know existed. He'll pick it up and just mess around and play it perfectly. It was it was insane to me. Do people play ukulele in Russia? Um, it's kind of rare, um, but I'm sure it's like all over the world thing. But my dad actually played the balalaika, which is kind of like a Russian ukulele, but it's that triangle instrument, and it only has oh, yeah, yeah, and it only yeah. has three strings. Yeah. Do you know how to play that? I have my dad's. It's um, his touring balalaika, and the case has stickers from all over the world. Yeah, like, how cool is and, that? Um, that is a, it's like an antique now, but my sister plays balalaika actually. I could, but I just. So, how similar is that to playing an ukulele? It's actually kind of backwards. The, it is. the, the strings are tuned. Because weird. three strings, yeah. it just seems like. So there's four stringed instruments, six stringed instruments, eight stringed instruments. Yeah. Three strings are really unusual. Well, like the the ukulele is is backwards as well. Like the guitar can't really follow the ukulele. Yeah. Um, like my guitarist sometimes will watch my hands. I'm like, I'm not doing a G. That's a that's an A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The chord shapes are definitely different. And my son plays both ukulele and guitar. And when he switches between the two, he has to switch his, um, I guess you know his what's the right word format thinking yeah, yeah. whatever it is because the chord shapes are completely different I actually try to learn to play guitar I, I play ukulele too and then going from ukulele to guitar it's different yeah, it's it's a, it's a big change the guitar um, I can play it but it actually um, I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like I was like no I just don't like it but I do jam on it sometimes um, and I love the piano. I I, uh, I like learn a ukulele chord and, and then I learn it on the piano because okay, it's very yeah. similar to the piano. And yeah. um, and it makes me play piano better. It's so funny. You would think people would play piano and then learn something, but I like play uke and then learn something. Well, you know, it's it's funny that you say that because I've mentioned this before that when I was younger, I played a lot of piano under the forceful hand of my mother, <laughs> but it actually helped me to learn ukulele yeah because of the chords yeah and so the scales and the chords are actually from that I took from piano and I apply that to ukulele I, it all made sense to me and yeah I thought, oh, so okay, much so this is what yeah and then I knew what was going on and then because of understanding that it was easier for me to say okay well then this I could create my own chord shapes from that yeah so, yeah. yeah my dad used to make me sing all the time in his studio like um I have a recordings from age like four and up of him just recording piano along with my voice and um, it's really sweet yeah. and um, special to me and yeah. I know I was stubborn when I was little and didn't want to do it but it, it really helped me find myself and yeah. know that I wanted to do music yeah what do you think your dad would say today knowing now you've got this album coming out you're performing at all these events you've made a name for yourself you've got this music video <laughs> I mean what do you think that he would say today well um I know he's proud um 
difficult to say. I know that he would be supportive always, but I went through some difficult times as a teenager, and I was kind of that typical teen, you know, the rebellious rebellious and kind of uh, distant, and uh, and I, I didn't, I don't know where I would, I don't know what, I don't want to be depressing, but um, I don't know how me and my dad's relationship would be right oh, now. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I don't okay. know. Because I really don't know. Because the last time I saw my dad, he did come to a show. And it was a full band. And it was my old rockabilly band, the Radcats. Before, because I have two bands. I have the Nesting Dolls, which is my me and my sister's band. But we used to be called the Radcats. And, uh... I love the name, the Nesting Dolls. It's a total, <laughs> totally rooted into Russian culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Um, he was always... He was always supportive. I just don't know how I would be to him. I know he would be supportive of me, but I don't know what I would be with him. I know that I, I love him so much. Like I feel I like I, I feel like I know him in in this totally different way that I never knew him now. Yeah. But it's weird. Again, like the last time <laughs> you and I sat down and recorded a podcast after we recorded. You went on and on about your father. I could. I, Anyone I, I, know I talk that, to, I know that you love him, so, and I know that you admire I everything admire about him. I admire so him. much. Yeah. yeah, he he is my everything. Yeah, he was just his drive and his passion and his his worth ethic and like and just I I my mom even says that I'm just like him. Like with my, I'm gonna do whatever I want. I don't care what people think of me. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, and it's just my muse. It's yeah, he's my. Well, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, what I think that he would say today if he saw you is he'd be extremely impressed. I'm sure, as all of us are. I think that, um, you know, like as a, as a parent, I, you know, obviously I would be supportive of anything that my kids do. You know, as long as it's not something that puts them in jail or gets yeah. them in any other kind of trouble yeah. or, you know, anything like that. But, I mean, you know, like, um, you have something that's really <laughs> unique that's happening that I think I'm sure that he would be like, wow, I that's pretty cool. I think he would be a cool. part of it. He would, if, I totally yeah, think he, he would, would. I would have, I wouldn't have the, you know, I would have him be on my album. And oh, he yeah, would have totally. recorded it. Like, he would have done everything for me, honestly. If I was where I was now... And he was here. He would be helping me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His he was a genius in everything. He his technique of engineering and uh, in the studio and producing and he, he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for? Um, what's next for Ukulele? I mean, like we've got the CD coming out. Yeah. So there's a few more songs on the album and uh, you know a few more originals. Um, and, well, a lot of, some of the songs kind of, I speak about my dad a little bit, but, um, what's next is, since I released my trailer yesterday, people gotta go see it, you'll find Ukulele anywhere, <laughs> um, if you spell it right. Okay. People spell it, like, wrong, but it's U-K-U-L-E-N-A. U-K-U-L-E-N-A. So. And I know that we can find you on Instagram. Yeah, at, I have. At Ukulena. At Ukulena. And then um, I have ukulena.com is my website. And I just uh, fixed it up yesterday and put my album cover on there. So if you want to go have a sneak peek and pre-order my album, you can. 
My album release is September 28th, and it's a Friday, and I have a show at a, a Fullerton Fall Festival um, for St. Juliana's Fall Festival, and um, it's my full band. We got two sets, and you can. And my album comes out online that day, and my CDs come out too. But if you pre-order it, you can get it before the 28th. <laughs> Very cool. But yeah, so I'm having the countdown that starts next weekend. And I'll be releasing the song titles every day up until the very last day. And then I'm also coming out with another video for the song Don't Let Go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, can't so, wait to see and that. And that's really cool. It kind of is my punk, um, my rock and roll side. Okay. Sway Ukulena is um, my tiki hula mm -hmm. side. And then, uh, mm, like, the front of the album is um, my rock and roll edgy vibe. Yeah, yeah. Did you start <laughs> very, filming that already? Yeah, I did. I started shooting in LA um, last week. Oh, how cool. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see that one now. I haven't seen, I don't know anything about that one at all. Yeah, that's going to be very different. Okay. And uh, very cool. And there's going to be multiple sides of me in that video and it's going to portray the story. <laughs> very cool. Alright, so ukulena.com at Ukulena on Instagram. So yeah. for all our listeners out there, go check that out. Uh, let's let's support our gal here, Ukulena, and check out this new CD. I can't wait to hear it. I'm so I'm honestly still in a daze. I I haven't really woken up from this dream yet. Just finished yesterday, yeah. and it it was stressful, yeah. but it was great. And my producer is amazing, and I got to co-produce with him and. It was a dream. It's a Hollywood production. I recorded on Melrose Avenue every day in Hollywood. Wow. Or not every day. <laughs> Most of the days. Did you have tourists every... taking photos and stuff of stuff that was happening? Um, yeah, that's funny because um, when people don't know who I am, yeah. they always just ask to take pictures. Yeah. And I don't, I can, I'm just like, okay. Well, because you look like a star, so <laughs> especially like if you're out there on Melrose and you're filming a video and stuff. They're, that they're, was funny. They're yeah, probably yeah, yeah. like, "Who's that? I bet you she's somebody famous that we just don't know." Like they probably just don't think that they're hip enough. Oh my gosh! You know? It's so definitely while I'm filming, a lot goes on. The 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 honks and the it's kind of a, um, it just makes me laugh. Sometimes I'm like doing a costume change and I'm like. Well, <laughs> keep driving. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, folks, so let's support our girl, Lucalena. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, you just want to leave a shout-out, you can go to our group page on Facebook, Inside the Desert Oasis Room. Check her out on Instagram, at Lucalena. I'm going to put the links in the description below. So uh, if you guys are having trouble finding her, just go to the description below, and I'll yeah. have all the links there for you. <laughs> Thanks for sitting down to the podcast. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to you performing. Gotta in a go few sing in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cheers. Thank you so much. Wait. <laughs> I love it. Aloha, folks. Aloha. Well, now down in Honolulu, there's a singer shouting, spreading lots of juju, she can move a mountain, in a little grass skirt on the burning sand, a little bitty girl and her island grand, buying on the tiki, the fish are jumping, while he was getting freaking, the big bass is thumping, sway, 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 ukulele, 